Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. I'm Nicole. And I just have to let everyone know that my dog is here with me in the office. Nicole and I are doing our first virtual recording because life and appointments and everything. So please listen. It's not always going to be like this. Um, But so I do have Isla here and she is officially the new office dog for Red Bull Consultants. Um, (laughs) You can follow her on TikTok at Isla's Adventures. True story. Have a TikTok for my dog um, because she does the dumbest shit. Like the dumbest (laughs) shit. So if y'all hear some like whining or crying or just like crashing, we're fine. It's just Isla running into the walls because that's what she does. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can see it on TikTok because it'll be on there. You can see it on TikTok um, Mm -hmm. at BarkBox. I would love a a free BarkBox if they're listening. Anyone from the company, if you could just kind of get that up, that would be great. Um, Yes. Yes. So girl, let me tell you what happened the other day. I was like saving this story for the podcast. So I redid Chloe's room last weekend and I got rid of like the baby feel and I made it like really cute with like there's like a really pretty mural and like all this stuff that I did. Right. So I got her a big girl bed. We got rid of her toddler bed and got like a twin. So I moved it up. I know. I know she's getting so big. Moving on up. Moving on up. Exactly. So she, I move it up against the window and there's bookshelves that hold like her little books on it. Mm -hmm. Well, girlfriend drops her stuffed animal between the bed and the wall. Just, I feel like that's a normal struggle once you start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So me without thinking, I just fly back there to like get this baby doll or whatever. Smack my head on the corner of this, this shelf. And I now have a gash in my head and a faint bruise. So I will put pictures on social media for anyone who wants to see it. But here's the best part, right? So I'm like holding my head. I'm like, God damn it. Like I did this like by myself. No one was in the room when I did it. And Chloe comes in and it was like dark because she was getting ready to go to bed. She goes to bed the next morning. She comes down and I was like, oh, hey, baby, good morning. And she goes, what's wrong with your face? I was like, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're like thanks. What's I was like, "What's wrong with your, your face?" face? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, whose kid is this? Oh, oh my, my god, gosh, mommy! Yeah. What's wrong with your face? Mm. Thanks, Chloe. Thanks. And coming from that age too is like, <laughs> it's like whatever. You pick your nose every day and eat your boogers. Like you're disgusting. Right? Like, don't even talk about my like forehead incident. Okay. Don't you just want to like give it back to them? Like if they were your age. Like, oh my look, god, you little bee. <laughs> She's not even a little bee. She's a big bee. I'm telling you. This kid, she comes up to me while I'm doing her room. And so Eric's hurt, right? So he really can't do too much. So I redid the entire room by myself, which was totally fine. He would have gotten in my way anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Right? But I'm like putting her bed together and she comes in and she, out of nowhere, Nicole goes, mom, you're not my best friend anymore, but I need you to finish putting my bed together. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, ouch. Right. She and then she's like, giving it to you. Dude, I'm telling you, this kid, like, I don't even, I don't even know. She's gonna Why aren't you her best friend anymore? Like, oh, what, what did you do? I, I probably sneezed the wrong way. I don't know. At that age, who knows? Yeah. Where do these kids learn these things? Dude, I'm telling you, I can't. So anyway, 
Um, so that's what happened. But I thought you'd appreciate her being like, what's wrong with your face? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could say I don't have any idea what you're talking about. But yeah, I have three little monsters who um, are very opinionated and have don't, you know, they just let things roll right off the tongue. You yeah. know, it's so fun. I love to blame it on somebody else, but I'm, I get it from me. So it's, you know, I really can't say too much, but um, yeah, it can be quite entertaining, but I haven't gashed my head yet. They haven't, they haven't used that against me. So oh my God. I know. They've, and I, they've all had stitches in their forehead in the same exact area for different incidences. So, oh my God. You know, um, yeah, that's so been fun. fun. Another day, another story, but yeah. so fun. So what is our topic today? Our topic is, I was thinking about this and I was going through my, um, my life and <laughs> my business. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if this is the topic, but, and I kind of know I talked about like getting organized for 2023 in one of our episodes, but I would love to know like people's note strategy for being in sales or a business owner because I don't know about you but like I have like a pad of paper I have books I have post-its I have calendars um and I and I think what works for me is writing everything on a post-it but anywho I don't really know if that's the topic, but that's just kind of what I'm um, I'm dabbling with in my life right now is taking like my to-do list and putting on a post-it. And once my post-it is filled, like that's what my requirements are for the day. And to not, because if I have a 30 ledger paper, like with lines, I just get like, oh my God, like, and I have to obviously se- separate my personal stuff from my business stuff, but I get a little overwhelmed. But um yeah, that's that's my biggest. That was what kept me up tonight. That's what woke me up this morning. I was oh like, my to do list of life and and how I'm going to um to allocate it. I don't know. Uh, I think like you know we're in a new year. Um, we talked about prospecting. We're like getting into the thick of things when it comes to gearing up and getting started and where we are in our business. I think for me right now is. I have clients and I'm like, everybody needs something right now because I'm, I'm laying in all my media buys. So I'm like talking with, with some people out in a different market in Denver. And, um, I'm got my clients that are here in Maryland, DC and Virginia and Philly. And I'm currently in the thick of managing, putting all that together. And I, I have somebody that works with me to handle the media buys as well, but, um, looking at ratings and looking at programming and trying to, come in and differentiate myself and, and, and be credible so that my clients will continue to work with me and keep me, I can't keep coming in every year, right. And saying, well, we're just going to do the same thing. We're just going to do the same Mm -hmm. thing. So it's like, I'm constantly trying to bring new ideas and, and kind of talk to my reps and go, what's new? Like, don't tell me about Super Bowl. Don't care. Don't want to be a part of it. Don't tell me about, um, the Olympics that are happening in another two years. Don't care. Like I need to know like what's new and what's now. So my creative juices, have really had to kick in to see like thinking outside the box, like what can I do? How can I continue to be better and make sure that not midpoint through the year that my clients aren't going, you know what? Like, I feel like we're kind of just doing the same thing. We're kind of just doing, you know, 
buying the same programs, buying the same spots, running on the same streaming platforms, running the same digital campaigns. So that's kind of where I am right now. Um, always trying to make myself as relevant as possible, but also having a little bit of a secret sauce. That was a lot of topics. Yeah. So we're going to break it topic. down. Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. So- Tom, just cut us out. That's six <laughs> episodes right there. <laughs> That's six episodes actually, right there. We can talk about. <laughs> I talked to him the other day and he was, we were just talking about editing the podcast and he goes, um, he goes, yeah, usually when you say like, Tom, edit this out, like I take it out. And I'm like, dude, you could totally leave that part in there. Just yeah. like, you know, the, the allude to him because he's a real person. Tom, Tom is someone that we know. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's not made up. Studio. No, um, but all right. So let's like break that down a little bit. Going back to the first like note taking thing. Yes. I watch way too much TikTok, obviously. And I am very into the really pretty notebooks and yeah. the pens that you need because you need 15 different types of pens to take notes correctly according to TikTok. Um, and to be honest, I was... I love notebooks just as much as the next notebook core, right? Like notebook mm-hmm. pens, oh, yeah, me too. all things. Yeah. Yeah. But so here's the thing. I would lose where I put information in notebooks. I'd be like, oh my God, I know it's in one of these notebooks, right? So I actually went and got an iPad and downloaded GoodNotes, which is just like a virtual notebook. And you can handwrite mm-hmm. on it with the Apple Pencil because I do like handwriting. I don't want to type. Yes. Um, I am the same way. Yeah. Ernie, and I have- zip it. Nobody wants to hear it. I'm not letting you outside right now. <laughs> Sorry. My cat, Ernie, he drives me crazy. <laughs> what? And then he looks at me with like this death stare oh like God. I'm supposed to get up. Anyways, I apologize. Don't Continue. This is I like to write as well. I like to write as well with but my like pens. With, with good notes, you can like change the thickness and like all the things. So I got that and I take it to meetings with me and I take notes on it. And I have a notebook for every client. I have a notebook for like mad girls that I write stuff at, you know, all that yep. kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's all in one place collectively and it's stored in the cloud. But seriously, I would start losing where I put things. I couldn't remember which yeah. notebook was was what because I would just grab the first pad of paper I saw to go on a meeting and I I didn't know what I did with it. Yeah, I have like I have like my one it's supposed to be used for a journal but I use it for like my year of like when I'm on a call with a client like that's my note page and then I can use the little the velvet, you know, uh, marker to to sh- show where I left off. But so I, I have that down and then I can go back because it's like, oh, remember in March we talked about this? I might have to look for that, but at least I know it's in that book. Yeah. My problem is, is like my to-do list that it's like on one 30 line page paper and then I have like a post-it and, you know, everybody's going to, yeah, well, you could prioritize, do like an A and a B list, but everything is important to me and I I don't know, I shouldn't say that I I'm incapable of doing that, but I just feel like the longer the paper, the more inundated I feel and it's kind of becomes a little overwhelming, right? And when you have a business like we do and then you have a podcast and then you have other ventures that you're dabbling into and then you just have a list about clients and things you need to get back to them about, um, I become a little overwhelmed. So I'm going with this strategy of the post-it. I love post-its, but I usually have used post-its for like one or two things, right? You write that on there and you stick it up there. I mean, I use it for like affirmations or, mm-hmm. or super important, like, like do not forget this shit today. 
I like put it up there like in the bright neon post-it, but I'm going to try this post-it strategy where it's like I write not so small, I can't see it, but like anything that I think that I need to get done today, put it on there and then I can just mark it off. And then I don't know why, but it just feels, it feels a lot more fulfilling to me. Um, and it doesn't seem so overwhelming, like that yeah. I have this long piece of paper. Cause then what happens is somebody calls me and I jot down on that piece of paper or I like take a little note, then my nice little pretty paper that, and I've done that. Like, have you ever written a word like mm-hmm. that? And then you tear the paper out because it doesn't look pretty because you're starting to clean. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a lunatic. Like yeah. that's most absurd. I just killed a whole tree there because I didn't like the way I spelt the. It didn't look pretty enough. So it's just absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, so I'm going to go with this post-it strategy and I'll get back to you and let you know if it works because I just need to like have something in one place because I have like my daily calendar. It's just kind of ridiculous. Like my mm-hmm. husband and I were actually talking about it last night and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm, he has post-its like across his whole desk of things. He's like, I eventually just had to like put everything in one spot. So yeah, um, that's going to go along with my peas for 2023. Mm-hmm. Post-it, um, notes. post-it notes. Post-it notes. Prioritize the post-it notes along with my peas for 2023. Yeah. So, but I'm with you though. I love a clean journal, love a new journal or, you know, what, call it whatever you want. And I have yeah. a lot of those as well. I started, so the first time I I ever worked from home, I was really having a hard time with time management, like Mm -hmm. really hard time. Um, I couldn't separate, you know, work from home because I would be like working all hours of the night and like my anxiety was really high and like all the things, right? So I actually like, it was like a TJ Maxx or something. I don't, I think I still have it somewhere. It was a like to-do list but it was like formatted in a certain way. And so it was like the top three things you have to get done today. Mm-hmm. And then it was like after that, and there was a list of five. And then it was like, if you're lucky, and there was a list of like 10 or something. And I was like, I bought it because I was, same thing. I was just getting so overwhelmed. There's a bunch on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. I had to run appointments. I had to do all things. And it really helped me like get organized like a lot. And it's something I still do. Like I make sure, even if I write like, on a piece of notebook paper, all the stuff I have to do, I highlight the things that I have to get done if I'm hitting a deadline or whatever. Right. The problem with the sticky note for me at least is I have a horrible memory. Like anxiety is so fun, right? Like it like takes your <laughs> memory away from you. Yeah. Um. So if I don't write it down, I forget. I forget 100% and then I get the message like, oh, where's this? I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. I'll get back to you, right? <laughs> like the awkward like, oh, Whoops. Um, so I have to like write it down right away or I forget. But if it's not on my priority list, you know, yeah. if I can push it off to tomorrow or till next week or when I get a chance or whatever, um, then that makes it easier. But it it is hard because we we have our own stuff going on. We have nonprofit stuff that we're doing. We mm-hmm. have things that we're doing for like boards. And then we have the podcast, which is like another business. And it's like the to-do list just keeps growing and growing and growing. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think if you prioritize it correctly, it's not as bad. Like if you're if you're listening and you're just like, oh yeah, I don't run a business uh like you guys do, but I'm a sales rep or whatever, just coming up with like the priorities is gonna be the biggest part, I think. Yeah, no, I it's um I think it's just an ongoing thing you have to work on. I mean, some people are super organized and that's to the point of 
um, like OCD, right? Like just like if anything were to be out of touch and I just, I don't know that I want to function that way. I don't even know that I'm capable of functioning that way, but I know that I feel like I'm, I'm organized chaos. Like I just really feel like that that's how it is because outside of my business, right. It's like, I have my kids and that's a whole nother, like if my calendar is just, it just stresses, it's like, I can't Mm -hmm. even like, like somebody's like, well, what's next week? I'm like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like you want me to even tell you what's going on next week? I have no idea, but look at my calendar, look at my calendar. It'll (laughs) tell you. Um, girl, I had to give Eric access to my calendar so he could schedule date nights. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I add Adam to everything. Literally, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to go pee, like, and it's on my calendar, like he knows because it's just, it's our lives and like, and men, sorry, but like, they don't keep up. Like, he's just like, what are we doing? Like what's happening next week? I'm sure there's something happening. I'm like, it's on the calendar. It's on the calendar. Like just look at the calendar. Um, so anywho, yeah, I just, I just think like when I was a rep, when I was an account executive, I had like an A and B list Mm -hmm. because I feel like maybe I was younger. I didn't have as much going on. Like my job at WBAL was my priority. Like that was my focus. So I had like what's important and like what can wait till tomorrow. And I think that's a great um, tactic to implement into your no matter what you're doing with the post-it note because the post-it note's only so big, right? So it's exactly so I'm going back to what worked for me because everything is a priority, right? Like everything is important and what might be important to me might not be important to you or vice versa, but like everything to me in my life is like even just like reading. I'm like, I need to make time to read. I didn't get a chance to read this morning. So it's like I just have to like the post-it note I feel like is just going to kind of num- drop it down. Cause like even today, like after yeah. I do this, I'm gone for the day. I have like three meetings and then I'll come back and nothing that's on that to-do list that has like administration will get done today. It's just not going to. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, I'm going back to my, I'm going back to my A and B list, but on a post-it, I think it's just going to work for me. I'm interested to see how it goes. I might write about it. I'll probably talk about it again. I have no idea, but I think no matter what business you're in, you you can figure this out. Yeah. I don't love like all the software that's out there. I know everybody loves like, you know, people are like, oh, like you have mentioned like whatever. I can't remember what you said at the beginning. Um, good, to me, that's note, just, I think it's yeah, it's just like yeah. another, to me, it's just like another thing that mm-hmm. it's like I have to like, and I like to write. I like to write. I like to put pen to paper. So um, I don't know that I'll ever get away from that. But you know, let us know what you guys do. I would love to know something that has pen to paper that works well. Um, Cause I just, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. Cause I do like, I do have like 15 to do lists floating around this office, mm-hmm. um, but staying organized for sure. So to go to your second topic about this new year with, with clients, mm-hmm. um, we actually just had a team meeting right before the podcast recording. And one of the things that I suggested to them, uh, one of my girls had already started doing it, reaching out to all of your clients just as a touch base. And I'm sure yeah. you probably do that already, Nicole, but like in social media, I feel like the com- a lot of the companies I've seen, like they just kind of like, they don't really communicate very well with their clients. Like the people I've come up against, yeah. the the ones that I've won um, clients from or taken away from, like they just don't communicate. And I don't know if it's because they don't know how or because like they're in the boat of like, I know how to post on social media. So I'm going to create a company doing it, like not necessarily like qualified for the strategy part. Like, I don't know. I, I can speculate all freaking day. But um, so essentially what I'm having them do is like 
touch base with all of their clients for the new year. Hey, what's going on with your business? What are your goals? What are you doing? Like, look at what's working, what's not working. Um, start talking about, like you said, like the new stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So video isn't going anywhere. We have some clients who still are just on the graphic plan, right? So like, mm-hmm. how do we fix that to benefit them? Um, and like really just like keeping in touch with them. And I think you have to do that because communication is definitely key and people don't do it. People do well, not fucking communicate. They don't. And you're right. I think in my business, it's, it's probably is a little bit different because I, I, I'm on so many calls with my clients weekly because there's so many vendors mm-hmm. that are involved, you know, from SEO, yeah. PPC and, and so forth. But even the people that aren't my clients, like for instance, I'm going out to lunch with a, um, a fencing company next month. Not my client has an agency, but like I touch base with this guy every three months and just how's business like doing that number two that we talked about before, like being that Mm -hmm. number two, because I always hear him complain or kind of, you know, throw little nuggets out where it's like, he's not particularly happy with them, but he also hasn't figured out why he should come work with me. So it's like when you decide to reach out to a potential client or a client, they're giving you feedback, right? And that feedback gets your your creative juice is flowing and, and allows you to create ideas, it allows you to remove those pain points that they're having. So yeah, touching base and always following up, even if they're like, look, it's been great. Thank you. Like, I don't really, I don't even really think that we need to really change anything. If it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. But it's like, just to have that conversation and let them know that you're thinking about them. Those little things go such a long way. And the feedback they give you is going to allow you to go, you know what? Okay. Numbers aren't good. Like it holds you accountable. Right. Okay. Well, I need to figure something out. I need to come to the table with something. I need to like, you know, maybe you're only doing Facebook and Instagram for that right now, but maybe now with LinkedIn, like dabbling more into this video, you know, content platform, then you come to them and you share, you enlighten them with another platform, new information that they can, you know, integrate into their, their marketing plan for their business. So touching base, you, it's not even just about like courting them or, continuing to show that you care, but like getting that feedback is essential because you, you would just be surprised like what, what you might get back. And also too, let's not forget why we're in business and why we all work is to make money. That might, there might be a more revenue for you to gain from that, right? Just reaching out. Like they oh, might absolutely. go, we're, do this. we're ready to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Or force your business to go to create those other tools in your, in, in your toolbox, right? Like you guys do social media, but you might find that you have your, your clients that are just doing social media have a need for something else that you might want to add as a, as a capability or, you know, to your business and start learning more about an offering, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I think also finding out too, like what, what their goals are and figuring out where they're taking their business. Um, because one of the things that Nicole and I do is, we try and be like a resource for clients, right? So like I don't do traditional stuff, but I plug Nicole every chance I get with clients. And I know she does the same. And, you know, if somebody wants SEO work done, you know, like finding different ways to just be a resource and, and show your value to them. Because um, like say you don't do SEO, right? Did you see that? The lights just flickered. I saw that goes. you paused. Yeah, I saw Sorry. you paused. It flickered. I'm hoping the power doesn't go out. Um not that there's a reason to, but that would be my luck, right? <laughs> so um, j- finding ways to be a resource, right? Mm-hmm. If they like you, they'll probably like someone that you're connected with. And like if yeah. you don't do SEO, but they're like, oh, God, I hate my SEO company, blah, 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 horrible, blah, blah, blah. 
then you'd be like, oh, well, I've got someone you can talk to, you know, exactly. like, I, and it just makes their life so much easier than having to Google and having to, you know, reviews and ask all their friends and then vet people. Like if you're a trusted vendor for them, they're probably going to at least give the person that you, that you suggested a chance. Absolutely. You want to, you know, I mean, I always have preached about staying in your lane, but there's nothing the matter with being a resource, right? Like you Mm -hmm. said, I mean, I, one of my biggest clients, you know, they were looking for, you know, um, review automation and I had did the, you know, I'd done the research, set up the, um, the demos for them. And we inevitably ended up picking a company that we really like to work with. Um, it's not necessarily what I do, but like just me taking that time out to set up those demos and go through the process with them, you know, they always go, oh my God, like, thank God you did this for us. Like, we just, you know, we know that it's not what you do. Like, we we understand like, no, this is, look, you're paying me. Thank you. Like, I can do this. What I, what I can do, I'll do. And what I can't do, I can't do. And that's, that's all about the transparency part of it too. So, but yeah, knowing your client's goals and what they're really trying to obtain is huge. Like, you have to know that, you know, and if you don't know that, then you shouldn't have the business. Oh, absolutely. And it also makes sense to make sure I know we've talked about having the right people in your corner before like build relationships with the people that you can use to be a resource like it all comes full circle Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't refer someone to someone who I thought was a piece of shit or wasn't honest or didn't do good work um which is why I'm super comfortable referring a handful of people that I've already vetted and everything like that so building like a trusted network like a resource network essentially it's probably the the best thing you can do for your business because they'll do the same thing for you right Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And, you know, we had a, we did have a whole episode about, um, prospecting, but, you know, also beyond the resource part, like your clients are a referral, you know, like, like a lot, like I've said this before and I'm super fortunate, but like, you know, most of my business has been referral based and going to your clients and saying, Hey, like, do you, I'm really trying to get into this space. Like, do you know of a, do you know an owner in this space that you could introduce me to? You'd be surprised how many people don't do that. And I think it's how you approach it and how you want to, you know, go to that if you, and what type of relationship you have with that client. But that's another way too to like be a resource to your client, but they can also be a resource to you and introduce you because business owners know business owners. It's just, it's just hundred oh, percent. It just, yeah. it's just how it is. So, you know, using them and, and asking like, Hey, I'm really trying to get in this automotive space. Or I'm really trying to get into this like home service space in the plumbing, you know, arena. Do you know anybody you can introduce me to? So, um, that's another great way to kind of benefit on both ends from that client relationship, you know, outside just being a resource for them. A hundred percent. So I think that's it for us. Um, I don't think I have anything else, but that was a really good point though. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about kind of comes full circle with other topics that we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Um, So if you haven't listened to all of them, listen to all of them, rate, review, give us five stars. If it's four stars, we don't want it. I just don't want it. Um, She doesn't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want it. Um, We've got some really exciting stuff coming up for this new year. We keep saying that, but like we're actually scheduling interviews with some guests, which will be kind of cool. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, our first guest is going to be amazing. It's someone that Nicole and I talk about all the time and you're going to want to listen for sure. So stay tuned to that. Nicole, go ahead with our social handles. Um, you can email us at madgirlsinmarketingpod at gmail 
com. You can check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all Mad Girls um, in Marketing. And we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear, hear from, from you. you. We want to hear from you. <laughs> oh, I love that. Is that our new like theme song? We want to hear, hear from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some dog is like howling in the back seat of somebody's car. Oh my God. Well, until next time, stay mad about marketing. 